WPSC, Wayne, New Jersey. On the radio, 88.7 FM. Online, gobrave.org. A tune-in radio station. Part of the William Patterson Broadcast Network. Wake your ass up. You already know what time it is. Time to start your week off right. Monday mornings will never be the same. With Vont Lee. I'm the light skin in charge. Zaria. Your unfiltered, sad sister. And Arthur Rokes. It's the voice of the young people. On the nation's number one college radio station, Brave New Radio. It's time to start your morning commute. Man, wake that up. <laughs> And the trees rise and shine, everybody. It is time to start your morning commute. My name is Vaughn Leak. I'm your light skin in charge. We got my boy Art. What's good, Vaughn? What's popping? What's good, brother? How are you? I'm well. And we got Z. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Z? Feeling good. I'm feeling good. Yeah, man. Happy Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had a great week and happy a great Monday. weekend. Happy Black History Month. Yeah, man. Bro. I'm excited, bro. <laughs> Trying to embrace the cultures because I'm black. Anyway. Are you black? <laughs> I'm black in Puerto no, Rico. No, that's a real question I want to ask you. Are you actually black? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Why are you trying to play him? I don't think he's black. Like, I think just he's, we're I not think in... he's a front. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like Vaughn is just using black culture. No, to get... he's calling you a culture vulture. He is. No, <laughs> no I, but I can, Fred, are, can... you, are you actually black? Yes, I'm black in Puerto Rican. Are you actually black? I'm black. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, we know. How y'all doing, though? Yeah, how was y'all week? What's going on with you, Z? How was your week? My week was good. Uh, my weekend, you mean? Well, week, your week, week, week and weekend. your weekend. Everything was good. The weekend was in your week. It was chilling. You're right. You're right. Everything was chilling. Like, it was pretty chill. How about y'all? Uh, it was good. Uh, I watched some of the Super Bowl yesterday. Uh, shout out to the Chiefs for taking that home. Yes, I watched the Super Bowl also. It was great watching uh, J-Lo and uh, Shakira. Shakira. Yeah, Shakira. Bad Bunny. Everybody. Bad Bunny. We're going to talk uh, about that. It was great watching them. Uh, they, they did well putting on for the Latino community. Word. Shout Did out to my other that? side. My other, that, I felt that, yeah, it's my other side. Von, I know right. they made you proud. <laughs> um, now, I'm not a Bad Bunny fan. I'm going to be real. Yeah, but they they rep your community, the Latino community. So you can stop claiming that you're black and start embracing your community, bro. I get, Von, yo, man, I get, I get February and I get October. So I got both sides of the... Both months. I went at the top of the year, one at the end of the year. You just want everything, huh? Look, man. Needy <laughs> light skin. How was your week, bro? My week was great. My weekend was great. Uh, I watched the the Super Bowl also. Uh, mm-hmm. It was kind of, it was uh, unfortunate, but. Did you care for either team? No, I'm a Patriots fan, so okay. I really didn't care who was playing. I just watched it because I wanted some great entertainment. Patriots ain't win since, what, 2015, right? Twenty, I think it was 2015 against the Seahawks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if my memory serves me correct, yes. Um, yes, I watched the Super Bowl because I had a. You know, I was like, let me kill time. It's great entertainment. And uh, it was great. It was good football. Good football being played. So I enjoyed my time. So we're going to get into that, though, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a weekly brief. Uh, we got a great show coming up for you guys today. Taro, we got an interview with our guy, Taro. Yes. Or shout out Taro. He's a rapper from Jersey. Uh, we're going to sit and talk yes. to him. Great, and- great, great rapper. Uh, he's an up, up-and-coming rapper from Jersey, like Vaughn said. Uh, great skill. We got to talk to him about... Uh, relationship. We got to talk to him about uh, signing away your 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 publish, 
your uh, publishing. Signing away your rights. <laughs> Signing away your rights. Uh, and we just, we, just, we just kicked it with the guy and had a conversation with him. So. Word. Um, and we're going to talk about a bunch of the stuff going on in the week uh, that happened this past week. Z, what we got on the weekly brief agenda for today? Uh, this weekly brief, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl performances because there was an amazing halftime performance that we must talk about. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. <laughs> we're going to oh, talk man. about um, a bunch of other drama. So mm-hmm. stay tuned, please. Word. That was very anticlimactic. Yes, because, listen, I didn't want to give it away. We're going to get into it, stuff. Y'all. Anyway, that's right. All that's coming up and more. So rise and shine. Let's get to the grind. Get on up out of bed. Make your next day your best day. Let's continue to be great, do great, flourish, and prosper. This is Morning Commute. You're all beautiful. Happy Monday. Roz and Sean, everybody. We are your morning commute crew, Vaughn and Z. Happy Monday. Uh, shout out to my pop who's listening right now. Art, you said you a Pats fan? Yes. So. What did, what did uh, Papa Vaughn say? Papa Lee. <laughs> he said, if you're such a fan, how you ain't know the Pats won against the Rams last year? Oof. Oh, well, to be honest. It's, mo- it's Monday. <laughs> it's a month. Oh, hold on, Papa. <laughs> uh, Papa Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Also, um... We can't be tearing each other down, Pops. <laughs> it's Black History Month, man. Black History Month. No, also, Black um, man forget sometimes. Also, uh, last week, we all said that Orange County was not too far from where we are. We, uh, we, we lied. Like, we didn't lie. Orange County's in L.A. We were just uneducated. It's Monday. We're still in school for... We're in school for a reason. Anyway, uh, Rise and Sean, everybody. Welcome back to Morning Commute. Von or Z. What's up? Happy what? Monday. Uh, let's get into the weekly brief, Z. What's going on? What are we talking about? Okay, so we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. Um, last night, Whoa. we were watching, right? So, it was the San Francisco 49ers right. against yes. the Kansas City Chiefs. I didn't read nothing when I said that. I knew that. Yep. Um, so, the Kansas City Chiefs won, but we're going to talk about the halftime performances because, well, first of all, Demi Lovato opened the show, and Yo. she ripped it, okay? Last Did y'all night, hear Sunny? Uh, last night, I realized <laughs> that... Um, Who's the who? Uh, Yolanda. Yolanda, Yolanda Adams. Yolanda Adams. Yeah, she... I realized that I was rooting for everybody black when I saw her singing, and then uh, uh, Demi <laughs> Demi made me re retake my statement back. Was, well, we claimed Demi. I was Demi like, Yo, now. go black woman. I was like, go black woman. And then Demi, Demi Lovato was going Demi in. Lovato I was like, right, I might have to Demi retake that because we we might have to recruit Demi Lovato. She did very well, man. That's Word. how great she did. Salute to Demi, especially after last week at the um at the Grammys because yeah. the Grammys was her first time performance since her OD in 2018. So the fact nah, that she, she was able to do that, that. yeah, they, they were saying it was going to go down as one of the best Super Bowl perform like one of the best uh. Performances at Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl. So, what I just learned is that NFL and Jay Z they struck a deal, and so Rock Nation, their people are who are in charge of the music and yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Hov so is definitely. That's all Hov and Entertainment. B. Yeah, that's We're beautiful. In charge that's of to them. Um, so yeah, so um, our favorite part of the halftime performance. Our favorite time of the Super Bowl was the halftime performance. You mean? No, I meant. Uh, <laughs> I will preface it real quick. I gotta play it for him. Yeah, look, come on, play that because Shakira. I mean, she was, um, you know, given some. So, uh, as you as Art mentioned, um, uh, who was it? Shakira and J Lo. Yes, they took the uh, halftime Shakira. performance. Uh, they had Bad Bunny in there. They embraced the whole Hispanic culture. It was fire. The performance. There, there was a part, and then it's crazy because when the Super Bowl came on, it started with Demi. I told my girl because we were watching it together. I was like, "Yo, Demi better not mess this up because then she will become a meme." Demi surpassed that. Then I didn't watch the halftime performance, but I was like, "Something. I, this is gonna become a Something's meme. It's gonna be a meme." And this is this is Shakira. At some point during while performing, Shakira felt the need to do this during her halftime performance. Take a listen. Hold on. 
Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> uh, when I heard that, the first thing that came to mind was, damn, I need Vaughn to help me translate this. <laughs> Well, you just okay. It was a part of her like Indian, I guess, background. She was trying to like show us. Was that a call or something? It was a cult, your background. Yeah. Right? No, it wasn't. It wasn't her Puerto Rican side. I think it was like something else. And yeah. she was just, you know, was trying to. And it, it went with the performance. It was very high speaking energy. Speaking in tongues. And it felt very necessary, <laughs> even though it was very random. It felt very necessary. But kudos to her and J Lo. They really killed that. They no, gave they definitely... so much energy. I realized something last night. I realized that. Um, after the performance, it was great watching J-Lo. It was great watching uh, Shakira. But then I realized that after the performance, I really don't want to hear Shakira's music. Like, ever Why you again. <laughs> like, who's... You who, feel like she dated? No, but I'm just saying, who's uh, after the Super Bowl? Let's go play some Shakira. <laughs> I definitely turned on Hips Don't Lie. For real? Well, that's because you heard it during the performance, though. So it was already, like, in your head, Yeah, you know? it was in my head. Nobody out of nowhere is just going to say, yo, let me go turn on Shakira. Yeah. So. Hey, but- that's what I realized. Yeah, she's an but, amazing performer. Um, uh, J Lo brought out her daughter, who sang while Shakira was on the drums. It was a lot going on. I was here for it. That was yeah. amazing. Um, Bad Bunny came out. Bad Bunny came out. Very Embracing great. more the culture. I don't know how J Lo daughter could sing. Like, where did the talent came from? Because <laughs> why do people be trying to play Jenny from the J-Lo block? Got no type of talent. So where did the talent came she from? Does her have daughter talent. can you sing. J Lo has no type of talent. Well, she does. She you can mean fake vocally? It very well. <laughs> I think that she has a, a decent singing voice, but you I feel like that? most oh. of her career is because she's. You, you ever know. seen that movie, um, well. The Boy Next Door, with J Lo? Came out a couple yes, years yes, ago. Yes, yes, yes. That movie was crazy. Yeah. Oh my god, I remember that movie. Shout out to J Lo, man. Um, in other news, and shout out to the Chiefs once again. Yes, uh, final score thirty-one. Oh right, to 20. the actual game. Thirty-one Tyron- to twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Tyron Matthew. Uh, I remember at LSU. He was like one of my favorite. Uh, uh, defensive back, so mm-hmm. it was great watching him. He really like this. Uh, what's the word? Uh, displayed a perfect example of the Cinderella story. Like I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Cinderella story, but just an underdog coming and like uh, uh, and like conquering everything. You know, going from an underdog and as much as he's been through from LSU to uh, everything else that he's been through, he's been through a lot. So to watch him. When that was uh, was dope. So shout out to Tyron Matthew. That was dope. Word. Okay, so in other news, uh, we have Katie Sowers, who was the first woman to coach the Super Bowl. <laughs> Why are we laughing? I'm just thinking about Art saying what Shakira did. That the first thing he thought about uh, was Yovan. What's she saying? <laughs> Y'all are silly. Ah. Isn't that your language? I don't know. You have never once heard me speak Spanish to you. You have known me for months. You've never heard me speak Spanish to you. Do you know Spanish? A little bit. I should know more because I'm Puerto Rican. And because my girl... I've never dated, uh, like, anything out of Hispanic. Like, uh, like I've always dated Hispanic (laughs) women, but no, I don't really... I told you it's not... (laughs) Oh, my God, y'all. Anyway, Continue. Katie Sowers. Katie Sowers, yeah. <laughs> um, the first woman to coach at the Super Bowl and actually the first openly gay um, coach as well, NFL coach. That's what's um, Yeah, she's really um, breaking a lot of barriers here. The woman, a lot of people think that women can't coach for some reason when women have been teaching them their whole life. Mm-hmm. But, hey, I'm glad that um, someone's coming in and really uh, kind of setting the tone. Anyone can coach, and I'm glad that she's doing it. She's doing her thing. Go, Katie. Ooh. I keep saying this, yo. I don't know if anyone's going to listen to me, but I keep saying this. We need leadership from women in, like, higher power. So I'm glad that she's doing that because yes. that's a high position. I keep saying we need women in office as far as, like, uh, president, vice president. We need more 
uh, women presence because I feel like women make great leaders. Because she made a great uh, Quay Love promo video when she was talking about how we've been raised by a woman or our lives. Right. So we we get. So I mean, I I agree. I, I think agree. we need more women presence. She in um, she tweeted, if your daughter has a dream of being a football coach in the NFL or a ballerina or a professional soccer player or a teacher or a nurse or a doctor or an astronaut or even president, just let her know this. She can do it and she will change the world. Moving. Beautiful. I love it. Um, in other news, we have the Lakers game. Did you guys watch that against Did the they, Trailblazers? Um, I, I watched I watched. The tributes. Oh, I watched the like yeah the tributes. But hold on, I was gonna ask. Did they did they do a tribute last night? They Kobe? didn't. I know that I saw they lit up like like some of it was lit up purple. But if they did, tweet us and correct us. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure on that. But anyway, go ahead. Um yeah, so the tribute game uh, against Word. the Trailblazers. Uh, unfortunately, the Lakers lost, but mm-hmm. Damian definitely honored Kobe uh, in his performance. That was crazy. Um, it was so we had what Usher sang. Usher, Usher sang, sang uh, what was it, Star Spangled Banner? What was it? No, he sang Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, yeah, 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 sorry. Yes. Um, um, they put the they put a bunch of 8 and 24 jerseys all over everybody's seats. Uh, Charlie Poof and Wiz Khalifa did See You Again. So shout out to them. That's always a great performance. That's why we did that song last week. Um, all the players actually came out as Kobe Bryant. Like, they were all announced, like... Kobe, 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 like every single player from both teams. Yeah, man. They did a lot. It was um it was definitely moving. Oh, LeBron James gave a speech. Yeah. He they actually gave him a speech and he's like, I'm not even going to tell like he read this a, to y'all. I'm gonna say do the paper down. Yeah. And I thought that was great. Like that's really his friend, that's his brother, and it was really moving. It moved me um all the way from home. So I'm sure the people who were there really felt that um the Staples Center was full of emotion. It was crazy. I feel like this is one of those deaths, like we said last week, like how Michael, like, it took a while for people to process it. You like, you know a lot of deaths that happen, like, unfortunately, uh, like, people grieve for a week, then it's just like another name in history. I feel like Kobe's death is one that will never be able, well, be, not even just Kobe, like, just Kobe, but his daughter and all these people, because of how tragic it was and how influential right. Kobe and his daughter, it, it'll never, like, pass, you know? Right, so. and I kept telling myself, like, oh, my God, like, I'm kind of tired of seeing this. I want to I wanna not be sad about it anymore, but I feel like if I stopped seeing it, I'd be like, why are we not talking about Kobe no more? Mm-hmm. Like, that was crazy, but, yeah. So, um, next in our weekly brief, we have Ellen DeGeneres being Ooh. generous like she always is. Um, a Barbers Hill uh, High School senior named DeAndre Arnold, um, he was told by his school that he needs to cut his dreads to graduate, basically, the school has a policy where your hair can't be past your shoulders, or even if it's up, it can't. Some kind of weird policy. The, the the policy is if you're a guy, it can't be either let down, or when it is down, it can't be past your collar. Right. And then for girls, it's like they're allowed. It's allowed to be. Right. And my bro had a lot of hair, so um, him and his him, cousin. Right. So they're telling him that he um he had to cut his hair to to graduate, and um Ellen brought him on the show. And him, Ellen and Alicia Keys gave him a $20,000 scholarship. I saw that, and salute to Ellen. But my thing was, the scholarship wasn't solving nothing. You still can't walk at graduation. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't care no more. Look, you <laughs> like, saw me on Ellen get that money. I don't care. Like, I can like, like, But, like, in, like, looking at it long term, like, yeah, it's going to help me, but I still can't walk because I'm still not cutting my hair. Yeah. So. But I read something that... um the the principal or whoever was in charge at the school uh they said that um 
they can't change anything because it's the they, superintendent. Yeah, he said that um, they won't have a board meeting until what February twenty fourth, so it can't be discussed until then. So maybe February twenty fourth they'll change it, being that we're all talking about it now, and the school's probably like, "Ugh, this mm-hmm. doesn't look good." So I, I bet you at that board meeting they're gonna some change some things around. But I'm really glad that um, he got to get his word out there, and Ellen got to give him that money. That's great. I love it. What do we have to do to get on Ellen? Like, I feel like some I see real... all these people, like, like this kid, um, Dylan, I don't know what his last name is. He's, like, a little, maybe eight, younger. I know he's younger than eight-year-old kid, um, went on, he did something. And so he was on Ellen a couple times because he loved being an actor. And so Ellen put him on a couple times. She put him on a Nickelodeon show. Then he was like, my dream is to have my own show. Then Tyler Perry came out and was like, yo. I'm writing a show for you on Nickelodeon. Like, what do I have to do to be on Ellen? <laughs> Wait, what show is that? Is it out yet? It's not out yet. It's called oh. Young Dylan. If you look up the clip, it's on it's on like Ellen YouTube channel. That's but, all like, I ever wanted was a show on Disney. That's literally. I think <laughs> for like for your case, Vaughn, uh, well, not for your case actually, because you have this uh, to be on Ellen. I feel like you have to have talent, which you have. And then you also got to be black, which you don't have. So <laughs> you're kind of missing two How do we things. start the morning off with salute black people and then you telling me I'm not black? Because you're not black, bro. I'm not following this. black bashing You're is not, not what Black History Month is about. You can fool everybody else. We're you're so, not fooling me. We're supposed to be. I got my black a, detector on. We're supposed to be empowering each other today, bro. I'm empowering black people. <laughs> you're just not empowering me because I'm not black. I'm empowered too, but I. <laughs> Just don't uh, culture vulture. <laughs> ain't your dad listening? Yeah. You need to call in and say what's up. Yeah, <laughs> prove he's proven black. Oh, uh, my bad. Anyway, uh, that's all we got for this round. Yeah, that's it. That's all we got for this round of Weekly Briefs. Coming up, we got a bunch more stuff coming up. And don't forget, uh, round seven, f- close to the second hour, we will have an interview with rapper, New Jersey rapper Taro, right here on the nation's number one college radio station. Um, what else do we have coming up? A bunch of other stuff? <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of other stuff. What else we got coming up, Z? Uh, we're going to talk about Lil Wayne's dropping some new music. We're going to talk about um, Diddy and Mace. They had some drama on social media this weekend, along with uh, Sierra and Russell. Hi. Yeah, all that's coming up and more. So, Rise and Shine, uh, we are your morning commute crew. Happy Monday. Rise and Shine, everybody. We are your morning commute crew. Vaughn and Z, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Z, we got Weekly Beefs on the way? We do have Weekly Not on the way, but right here. Right here, right? I'm like, we here, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. so we're going to talk about... Um, Mace and Diddy. So there was a little drama on social media earlier this week because um, Diddy actually received an award and he gave a speech. Um, he received the Recording Academy Salute to Industry's Icon Award at the Grammys. Mm-hmm. And when he received that award, he gave a speech basically saying that he didn't really like how um, black artists are represented in this industry and that there needs to be a change and, you know. All that good stuff. And uh, Mace actually had a rebuttal on Instagram. Um, Mace is um, an artist who used to work with Diddy in the past. He was a part of Bad Boy. Um, and he said that um, basically if Diddy wants to see a change, that he needs to start within himself. Um, so he wrote this. Now, he had a lot to say. It was very lengthy, so I'm going to sum it up. But um, He said, your past business practices knowingly has continued purposely starved your artists and been extremely unfair to the very same artists that helped you obtain the Icon Award on this iconic bad boy label. Um, For example, you still got my publishing from 24 years ago in which you gave me 20K. Um, He said that uh, Diddy's response was that if you can match what the European guy offered him, 
that would be the only way that he could get it back or else he could wait until he's 50 years old. So Mace basically was like, you know, you need to start doing right and give me my money so that I can take care of my family. And while Diddy is kind of looking like this icon, he just got an icon award. So um, I don't know if you guys saw any saw anything about that. but Art, didn't you hear? You was talking no, about this yeah. all last week, wasn't you? Yes, I was. Uh, honestly, I'm going to be real with y'all. Uh, obviously, it's a bad thing to not own your publishing because uh, that's how you're going to get your money as an artist. Right. But at the same time, like, I hate that people are going on the Internet talking about, oh, my gosh, Diddy, he did him so wrong. And then people are also on the other side talking about um, why are artists still signing, you know, still signing their publishing away, still signing deals, still signing to, like, major label companies. Uh, the first thing I thought about was, do you know that every time we go on social media, we don't even read the terms and condition page? We just click, I agree. Yeah. So why are we blaming artists for doing the same thing? Especially if you're a starving <laughs> new artist who, you know, you know you're going to be excited the first break you get. Yo, I get it. Think about it, yo. You 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 come from a, you come from an environment that these artists come from, and a record, a record exec is giving you 50K, 30, 50K, diamond chain, watches, all of these things, and all you have to do is sign a contract, mm-hmm. I'm immediately signing the contract. That's just how it is. Like, we can't act like we're better than these people, but that's, in reality, like, to us, to ourselves, we're thinking, yo, I'm not going to sign the contract because that's not how I roll, but it, reality is different, right? Once you're in front of that person, now it's the reality. Like, are you really going to sign a contract? You can't even uh, uh, read the uh, terms and condition page, and now you want to talk about artists signing contract. That's a, that, that's all my take from that. Yeah. Okay, so um in other news, we have um <laughs> don't look at me. Lil Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our favorite. <Go> ahead. <laughs> Our favorite rapper Lil Wayne. I don't know. He's y'all favorite rapper? He's a lot of people's favorite rapper. He's my favorite rapper, but he's up there. Yeah, he's respected. He gets it's a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. Um but he dropped a new album called Funeral. Um in this album, he does um, get paid uh, homage to Kobe with like a twenty-four second silence on one of um, one of the tracks. That's right. Yeah, um, I don't know. Did you guys listen to it? Uh some of it didn't, right? Because we talked about it on Jay's Pop. Um, yeah, no, we didn't talk about it on Jay's, on Jay's Pop. But no, I actually I listened to a little bit of it. I didn't get to that part. I honestly, I don't really care about Lil Wayne music anymore as much as I used to. And Wayne used to be like my favorite rapper at the mm-hmm. time. Because just like Kobe, I grew up on Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. The same thing. Like, you, if you are our age, you grew up on Lil Wayne. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And Drake. But I feel like Wayne is, Wayne is at the age of Jay-Z, Puff, and Eminem. Like, he's at an age where I don't want to hear him rap about drugs anymore. Like, I want to hear you talk about something important in your message. Like, I want to hear you rap about everything that you've been through. Like, Wayne has been through a lot. The conversation with Birdman. Uh, you know, Wayne has been on... He's had multiple strokes. He's... Like, Wayne has been through a lot in his career. Like, I, that's what I want to talk... That's what I want to hear you talk about. Jay-Z in 444. I'm not saying he needs to make a 444, but I'm just saying... But he needs to make a 444. No, I'm saying, like, Jay-Z in 444, at the intro, he killed Jay-Z. And he brought Sean Carter because he was giving you the vulnerable Sean Carter, like, letting people know, yo, Jay-Z is, you know, when I was young, 
this is Sean Carter. This is me, Sean Carter, the right. grown man. And I feel like Lil Wayne needs to kill Lil Wayne and bring and let us meet Dwayne Michael Carter. Like, we want to meet Dwayne Michael Carter. Now I I'm thought, sick of meeting Lil Wayne. I agree with you. And I thought that since the album was titled Funeral, that it was kind of going to be like that, like kind of rebirthing Lil Wayne. But, um, I mean, like I said, I didn't listen to it yet, but I was hoping that at least some of the tracks would show us, like, raw, authentic. I mean, it was reason. still rapping, like, but we know Lil Wayne can rap. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not we surprising. We want to hear him. I want to hear you be vulnerable. I want to hear you talk about the things that you've been through in your life. Like, that's what I want to hear yeah. from a Lil Wayne album. Until then, I'm not really listening to Lil Wayne anymore. Okay, I mean, and that's that's a good point that you said that because I wondered what it was because I do res- have a lot of respect for Weezy and I grew up on Weezy just like you said, but lately it feels like I don't really care. Like, I don't, I didn't even listen to the album, you know what I mean? So I'm saying. So that makes a lot of sense. It's probably just because I'm tired of Lil Wayne being Lil Wayne at this point. I kind of want to see something more from him. That's a good perspective. Um, okay, so Sierra and Russell Wilson are yes. expecting baby number two <laughs> or three, however you want to look at it, because we all know, you know, baby future is actually Russell's kid. Um. Well, when I read this story, the first thing that came to mind was that Future is sitting somewhere right now throwing darts out uh, a picture of Russell Wilson. Because, <laughs> I, honestly, look, think about it. There are two things in life that makes us guys, like, really mad. Um, one is, like, us being lazy. You know, you, you get what I'm saying, Vaughn, right? Like, when, yeah. we're, when, we're, when we feel like we're lazy... That's like the, that's something that's gonna hurt us. Like mm-hmm. as men, we feel like we need to go out there and do more to prove that we are. You know what I mean? Right. Like we're good. Establish that like kind of dominance that, that we dominance. like. We got you. So yeah. Being lazy and number two, <laughs> your ex girlfriend moving on and doing better. And uh, Sierra is killing that right now. <laughs> Sierra is definitely moving on and being better right now. So future's got to be somewhere. I don't know what he's doing, but let's pray for future. <laughs> they are such a beautiful, beautiful couple, and Russell. You can tell he's, like, an amazing father. But I just feel like, Future, like, if you let Russell be um, an example for you, you know? Maybe take all that, all those feelings that you're feeling, like, oh, my God, that's my son. He's raised my son. And, like, maybe be more of a dad. (laughs) (laughs) God. All right. No. Y'all made me sound like I just said the worst thing ever. We didn't make you sound like anything. You said that. All right. We didn't make you sound like nothing. Okay. In other news... The coronavirus. I don't drink Corona. Beer is disgusting. <laughs> In other news, <laughs> the <laughs> coronavirus. Um, so this disease, you've probably heard so much about it. It's actually, I think there's 11 cases in the U.S. now out of of a lot of thousand of cases. Um, where the yeah, numbers? So there's 17,000 cases. Yeah, where the numbers? There's 17,000 cases. And there's 11 of these cases are in the U.S. Nobody from the U.S. has died yet, though. Nobody has died. People in China have died. Yes, they're they're going out, actually, in China. That's, <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that, but it's really at an alarming rate. Um, but Did you do... 11. I'm not going to lie. At times, times like this, I'm so glad to be an American. You know why? Because we really don't care unless it's bothering us. <laughs> like, people, I feel like at some point, people still don't care. True. Like, it has to directly affect you. Even if it's, like, around you, like, Ebola, people cared about, but people made more jokes because it wasn't really hitting them specifically. As Americans, that's one of our biggest things is we don't care unless it's directly, like you said, affecting us. Like, we have to be affected before we care. If I found, if you found out a student here... 
That's what I'm saying. We don't care yet until it's affecting that us. Us, like, oh, you mean like it's in close pro- gotcha. pro- what's proximity. The proximity of affecting us. Yeah. Otherwise, we don't care. We We're don't. just living our life. We're like, oh, okay, coronavirus, cool. All right, uh, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> And so we see China, we're like, oh, we good. Like, they got to worry about it over there. They're not letting people in or out of China. They're not. Yeah. So, hope you didn't have no plans for no trips there. Yeah, cancel Um, that immediately. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't got to cancel it. They canceled it for you. But, um... Common... Did you look up more more symptoms or whatever? Because I know last week we also said that it was curable, and I I don't think it is. That was wrong. Yeah. It was the first show, guys. <laughs> um, so common coronavirus symptoms, uh, I'm looking online right now. It says fever, dry cough, shortness of breath, aching muscles, and fatigue. Uh, less typical coronavirus symptoms are phlegm buildup, which is like mucus, uh, headache, uh, hematite, I don't know what that means, and diarrhea. And symptoms. That is a lot. Yeah. So, no, but you could really think you have just like a regular cold or flu or and something. And virus at the same time. Yeah. And you could really just be on your way to having a coronavirus but i don't drink corona so that's not a problem for me just so we're clear that has no um <laughs> that has no correlation at all <laughs> i'm just telling you i'm safe right. anyway uh thank you z for those briefs now coming up got tarot oh yes my guy shout out to tarot man that was a great interview uh i love i love hearing him talk about uh, his music, where he's at. Uh, I, l- I love hearing him talk about New Jersey uh, artists in New Jersey and uh, everything else he got planned. Like it's it's I, it's great when we get to do interviews because like I feel like we learn more about um, other artists, people. Yeah. other people, and like specifically artists, their struggles um, and like what it takes. Because sometimes you know he's very he's not well established, but he's very. On his way. Yeah, he's on his way. He's doing very good for himself. So it's good to see that sometimes you only see people highlight, but it's great to sit down with those people and actually learn that they're actually just the same as you trying to make it. Everyone's just struggling. Everyone's going through the same process. No one's skipping a step. Like, we're all in an even playing field. So it was great having a great conversation with him. Uh, Yeah, LMR. LMR, what did he say? He said, what what did people call him? Uh, Lamar. Lamar Tarot. Lamar Tarot. LMR, LMR, man. Great guy. Great interview. Z wasn't there, so. uh, Missed out on a good interview. We're going to try to do interviews every other week for you guys, by the way. We're going to try. Don't hold us to that. (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't. I'm going to play that all the time. Just randomly. (laughs) Yeah, that's our thing now. Anyway, well, Florida, uh, can you tell us what she was saying? What? No, I don't know what she's talking about. Um, we got an interview with Ella Martell coming You're up. Letting after the your song. people down, Vaughn. Yeah, man. Look, <laughs> look. Um, you translate what they was talking about in Black Panther, then I'll I'll translate uh, what Shakira said. I got for. you. All they right. were talking about black things, something you don't know about. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. Uh, we got an interview with Ella Martell coming up. Rise and shine, everybody. Happy Monday. WP 887 FM. Brave new radio. Rise and shine, everybody. We are your morning commute crew, Von Art and Z. What's up, everybody? Good morning. Hope you're having a fabulous Monday. Uh, we are welcoming to the studio our first guest of morning commute. Yes. Yeah, we're really, really excited. Give it up, everybody, for Taro. What's good, brother? Uh, first guest. I didn't know that. Yeah, you are first guest on the show. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. That's so, cool. That's tough. So you better live up to the standard. You got to set the bar for high for the, the, the rest of the guests. Yeah. Does he, yeah. though? What do you mean? <laughs> Does he have to? Because <laughs> I feel like everybody else that come after him, that's the beauty of being number one, right? Because everybody else that come after you 
have to like match your energy. You that's what me? I'm saying. That's what the, they got to match his energy. Is what I'm saying. He's setting a standard I mean, for none, people. Oh, that's what. Not that necessarily means. though. Everybody, everybody's different. Everybody has. Everybody got different personalities. That's everybody true. gonna bring a little something different. You, you I like got the guys that's with true. the calm vibe, up vibe. What are you? What are you? Yeah, I'm trying to match your vibe right now. That's why I got these glasses on. <laughs> no, you definitely match. So my whatever vibe, vibe you got yeah, right now, that's that. the vibe I'm on. So what yeah. are you? What type of style are you? That's the f- actually. Let's get into the questions, man, because I got yeah. a lot of great questions I want to ask. Word, King. Um, First of all, well, for, yeah. How are you? I always, always like to ask people how are they because yeah, that's important. I feel like I, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely important. Yeah, I'm good. Um, same old recording every day, working. That's about it. All right. Speaking about recording every day. Yeah. Uh, I want to know, like, for the people that don't know who you are as an artist, yeah. who is Taro? Explain. Um, first of all, I love recording. I've been a fan of music for a long time, ever since I could remember, ever since I started listening to music. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm a studio junkie. So yes. I record every day. Where That's are you it. from? I'm from uh, Newark, New Jersey, and Springfield, New Jersey. Now, okay. um, I went to high school in Springfield, mm-hmm. but I also live with my parents, my grandparents in Newark, and my dad and mom lived in Springfield. So I would be back and forth between their houses sometimes. But overall, I got a good. I was in a I was in a good demographic because in my high school it was a it was mostly um, white people. Yeah, and not a lot of black people. So I got to be around that crowd, and then you know I was also with a, an, another crowd, a more I guess what, what people call an ignorant crowd. Whatever. Um, when I was coming up, you know, I don't really get in that no more. I'm just into the music right now. When did you transition? You know, you said you grew up with white people. Uh, you grew up around, uh, you know, whites a lot. That's what you just said. I'm not making this up, right? No, no, no. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, In yeah, my upbringing. high school, it was the majority of the people in there were, were white people. Uh-huh. I didn't go to, like, an all-black school or, or it wasn't even mixed. The majority was white people. So I got to learn a lot about that culture, okay, and black culture at the same time. I was gonna say, so when did so, you when did you find hip hop culture? Because hip hop culture to me is black culture. So when yeah. did you find black? It's culture? O- it's always been in me because I got black family. Okay. So growing up, I always heard um, my dad's Jamaican, and um, he also listens to rap. So he introduced me to guys like MF Doom, Big L, um, Jay Z. MF Doom, my favorite rapper by the way, all time. Um, huge influence of mine. Um. So yeah, it's always been with me growing up. That's interesting. Always... I don't get like when I listen. When I, I I'm a Jay fan. Yeah. I don't I don't hear Jay in your in your music. Yeah. So when did you start uh, creating the sound that you create now? Like okay, right. Um. Well, like I said, um, I'm a mu- I'm, I'm I'm a fan of the music mm-hmm. before anything. So in my music, you can hear reflections off of the different people that I like. For example, mm. um. Wayne was a, a huge influence, and you and like you said, you know, you don't really hear too much of Jay or MF Doom in my music or Big L, you know, because yeah. they're lyricists. But at the same time, you do because, you know, I got a lot of wordplay in my music, and I, you know, I, I, like I, I'm telling stories and I'm saying and I'm saying things, you know, just referencing a lot of different things. So that's where I get the influence from. You know, I, this is the East Coast. I'm from Jersey, New York, right there. So. You know, we 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 hit him with a lot of lyricism. Was that ever hard for you growing up in 
uh, like you had the you had the I guess black or hip hop culture at home, but growing up because you're mainly at school. You're at school. I feel like more hours a day than you are at home. Yeah. So was it hard for you to emulate whatever it is that your music is about now, or uh, like <laughs> you like um, like nah, like yeah, <laughs> nah. I got stories. Yeah, nah, I got a lot of stories. Well, I was making some of the most money I was ever making in my life <sighs> in high school because you let's mean, just say I, I was making money. Yeah, I was yeah. making yeah. Money yeah. things not supposed to be because, doing. Of, right. because of where I was at, but. Exactly, and that leads me into the next thing. So okay. I did something I wasn't supposed to do. I got caught up in something. This was around the time when I met my manager, uh, Stiz. Word. And um, I was working at a grocery store with him at the time. And he knew the guy that I was doing this criminal activity with, right? Okay. And he was like, yo, man, you shouldn't be doing that. You know, um, you, know you can't trust him, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, man. You know, I was ignorant or whatever. And then... Um, about two months later, we got caught up with it, um, and 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 they charged me with a felony. But my lawyer brought it down to something not as bad, you know, not as bad as a felony. Um, and I was on probation for two years. And I, ever since I got hit with that, that's when I was like, "Yo, I'm in the booth every day. I'm going hard with the music. I'm not doing nothing bad no more. Like it's over. I'm making in this music." Do you try to reflect some of that lifestyle in your music? Yeah, or do definitely. You stay away from. It? Um, I, I stay away from it now, but it, but it's still in me, um, and it's a part of my life, so I rap about it. Okay. Um, it's what I know. It's telling your story, basically. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In all aspects? Like, everything that you went through? Because I know there are some people that aren't comfortable portraying certain parts of their life in their music. Well, a lot of people act it out. There's a lot of people that say things in their music that they don't do. Okay. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> like... I don't know specifically. Nah, I can't go ahead. No, you got to say it. You got to like say it. Like, five came up? to his yeah. mind. He was like, What's up? What's up? No, I'm just saying because, <laughs> you know, people... saying things out here in their music that you don't agree with? It's a, it's a, lot, it's a lot of cats uh, saying things in their music. But, I mean, mine is legit. And I feel like that's what makes it special. Like, things you hear... You know, I talk about designer clothes, drip a lot. I talk about money a lot. I talk about girls a lot. I've been a ladies' man for, before anything, so... You were. You pulled up with your girl today. Yeah, man. Word, yeah. shout out. Yeah. Pulled up with the whole crew. Yeah. <laughs> half of them. Half. Yeah. Not yeah. even half, but... Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I asked that because I know people like um, Juice World, Juice, uh, yeah. Rest in Paradise. Juice World had no problem, you know, of rapping about, like, the stuff he was, like, going on in his life. You know, stuff that, like, he truly felt was going on. And there's a lot of rappers that feel like because they got to hold this standard of, like, yo... Um, I'm a rapper, like, and they just, I guess it's like, uh, they, they try to save face in their music, but Juice World didn't have that problem. So I wanted to know, like, I'm, I'm not comparing you to Juice World. What do you mean Juice World didn't have that problem? What, what, what you mean? Juice World didn't have the problem with, like, like trying to save face. Like, Juice World, not, like, not, and I mean, not even just Juice World, just a person one to come in mind, like, whatever it is in his music, you know? He didn't have a problem, like, saying, like, yo... I'm going through X, Y, and Z. Let me rap about it, you know? So that's okay, why right. I... Being yeah. transparent. Yeah, being transparent. Right. There are some rappers that feel like, yo, I can't, like... I'm a rapper. I gotta be, like, a tough guy, you know? So... Yeah, nah. I, that's why I asked, like, if you did, like, all aspects. And you say, yeah. So. Yeah, definitely in all aspects. I got a lot of aspects in my, uh, to my music. Mm-hmm. Like I said, um, I like Thug a lot, too. So you can hear it, you I know. Hear, I hear a lot of Thug. Yeah, um, a, a lot of my in, my... in a lot of my old music, you can hear a lot of Thug. Cause that was one of my biggest influences. Um, on my new music, as you start to put more time into your craft, they say you put ten thousand dollars, ten ten thousand, ten thousand hours into your craft, and you perfect it, and that's a real thing. Like, 
I've been in the booth every day for about like three years now. And, and this tape I'm about to drop um, in February is going to be a pure reflection off of my growth and how I got my own sound now and all that. Let's go back to the ladies' man uh, statement that you made. Word. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Uh, I like your project, Purple Smoke. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, a song equal. You talked a lot about relationship yeah. on that song, and you talked a lot about cheating on that song. Yeah. <laughs> so is that from uh, things that are happening in your life, or is that just you being an artist and being creative? Both. Both? Yeah. Are you Are, you, are you openly admitting? Choose <laughs> 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 wisely. Your girl's sitting in the room. <laughs> Both. Oh, this man, Both. I got no... Elaborate on that. Elaborate on Both. it, though. Um... Some on, on on some of my songs, I never go by like a rule in my head. Like, okay, every everything I say has to be, you know, by the book, real and by the book. Yeah, you know. And I know a lot of artists in Jersey. That's how they make their music. They all, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But my music, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just don't think like that. I literally go on the track, and I, and since I don't write, I freestyle. So. Anything that's coming off the top, the majority of it is real things I've been through. And then sometimes I like to make it dramatic, too, to make it sound better or to make it fit a bar that I say. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, that's art. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, it's both. Yeah. Did you, and uh, staying on this topic, did you feel like you got the reception that you wanted to receive from those two projects, uh, uh, Ways to Adapt and uh, uh, Purple Smoke? Yeah, yeah. Um, I... I can you elaborate on that a little more? Like, as far as, uh, did you feel like people received the album and... Uh, and what you were trying to say in it? Not necessarily the message, more of, uh, like, did you feel like you got the support that you uh, you thought you would have gotten by putting the album out? Did you... Because, uh, honestly, I like... I'm going to just keep it a beam. I right. like uh, Purple Smoke better than I like Ways to Adapt. I just felt like Ways to Adapt was too much. I'm I'm at a place where well, I like. And what do you mean by too much? Like too many different. Too many songs. Like I like I like uh, uh, Purple Smoke because it was concise. Okay. And I love like I felt like you were being vulnerable in your in a, in a project. Maybe it was maybe in my opinion it was because you were taking your time with it and uh, 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 ways to adapt just felt like it was too many songs. It just felt like you were rushing through it. So but okay. I could be wrong, but now that you're here, right. like clarify, like what? Why was it? Why was it? Why was it longer than Purple Smoke? Um, ways to Adapt came first, right? In Ways to Adapt, we had a lot of older music okay. From, okay. from two to three years ago. So we wanted to, we didn't, you know, we wanted to get that out there mm -hmm. to just let everybody hear for my core fans. Okay. Because there were, were some people, not a lot, but there were some people that really did want to hear that song. And mm -hmm. they, because I really do have a lot of like loyal fans that really want to hear my music because I got a lot of music so they want to hear my unreleased music so we're like alright we're going to put all this on ways to adapt and boom that's good for them Purple Smoke was even old music when I released that I still had new music that y'all are still in here yet Okay. so um, pretty much everything you've seen up until this tape that I'm about to release in February is my old work Okay. Mm -hmm. that's how much music I got so so you really do be in the studio like you just said yeah that's crazy but, and, yeah <laughs> a dedication yeah, like, um, no off days or nothing. No. Nah. So uh, that leads me to my great segue. That leads me to my next question. Yeah, I want to ask you about. Uh, and, 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 and sorry to cut you off, but I'm gonna no, answer, go ahead, go I, yeah, I'm answer the question that you uh, just asked me prior to that. Um, when you said that, I feel like it got the support that it needed. Um, 
Uh, no, I, I don't because of, um, I feel like the demographic where I'm at right now, the, uh, the culture around me uh, doesn't really allow uh, my type of art to go where it needs to go, if that makes sense to you. Um, it, 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 my, st- my style doesn't really fit the style that's, that's in Jersey, and, and, and Jersey's not really like a hip-hop, like a high hip-hop-oriented state. You don't think so? Compared to Atlanta, um, okay. New York, okay. there, there's not really much to get mm-hmm. your, 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 your single or your album pop. There's, there's no one uh, in the state to recognize you. That's why you see everybody from New York, Florida, Atlanta, Cali, North Carolina, South Carolina, Chicago, from Virginia, Chicago. Where so? Where would you relocate to if you could, or if you had to, so that way you could get the, the reception? Uh, I could do it from where I'm here now. I got a new plan, but New York, probably New York. New uh, York. What does that mean? You're coming different 2020. I feel like a lot of people, including him and I, say that, but there's a lot of people that don't really mean it or necessarily like so what at least without spoiling anything i don't know what you got in the words yeah. and don't want to reveal but what do you got uh on the way that you are we, uh, on? we got a blueprint that nobody else got um we right now i know how to um put our music out in front of a bigger in front of a bigger audience mm-hmm. So we can gain more of our fans, and and and, and my and, you know my music can get the support like you were saying that I think it needs. Um, you know, a big thing. This is a secret right here. I'm, I'm gonna just give it away. A big thing for a lot of artists is is just promoting yourself, um, putting money. You need to invest into yourself uh, to see success. You know, mm-hmm. especially when you start from the bottom. You know, you need to go hard. It takes hard work every day. And it takes money. You have to put your money where your mouth is and invest it into yourself. And that's what I started to do. And my career started moving more and more now. Like, I started that. I started putting more money into my career, taking it serious in that way, probably around, like, December gotcha. 2019. So okay. it's, it's, it's money. It's a money thing. You keep you talk about, uh, you keep talking about money. You keep talking about uh, time that you keep putting into the studio. And you talk about all this work that you keep putting into the studio. So I just want to ask you, um, on Benjamin, you said you sacrifice everything you're gonna put in. You're gonna put everything in. Like uh, when you talk about when you talk about things like that, and I feel like you're making sacrifice every day for this music business. Um, is that how you feel? Or yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I never even went to school. I never stepped foot in a college before, so that's I feel like that's a huge sacrifice. Um, I feel like that's something like people like my parents or you know certain family members never understand that you know that I actually do take sacrifice for this. A lot of people don't don't understand that you know, yo when you st- when you start doing music, you even lose people, lose people around you. You know your family start looking at you know depending on the type of family you have, they look at you like yo what and you the doing? type of music. The type of music you're yeah. doing, um, you know, you 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 lose a lot of people because I I serve, you know I got an uncle he he live in Hollywood um he's in the business and everything he and you know the first thing he told me when I wanted to do his music was yo surround yourself with everybody that's 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 that got the same vision as you and, and got the same drive as you and the same hunger as you and you won't lose like that and that's you know that's the truth right there. How knowledgeable are you on 
the music business, like your publishing, uh, everything else that comes with the business? How knowledgeable are you about that? Um, I think I'm pretty knowledgeable on that. Yeah, I have my songs uh, cop- copyrighted. Um, I know, I know what percentage goes to me. When yeah, you I'm when you hear, knowledgeable. did you pay attention to what Mace said about Puff? Nah, uh, I didn't it. Yeah, he came out and he said that Puff still owns his publishing, right? And you know, Puff speaks about black excellence, right? Allowing black men to right to flourish, but right. uh, when you hear stuff like that as an artist, like how does that make you feel? Uh, I love it. I move just like that too. Um, Diddy, one of my idols. Dame Dash, one of my idols. That's my my big big idol. Um, I agree. Um, I'm never. I, I feel like me as an artist, I would never sign with a label unless I had a lot of creative mm. control, and I get to de- I get to decide things like when I drop, um, what I drop, um, and how I want to drop it. <laughs> you know, I want full control over my own uh, work. Isn't so, it fifty fifty though? Because I feel mean? like uh, it's not a, it's not bad it's not a bad thing to sign with a record label. Like I don't no. want to. We they keep give you putting a good that deal. narrative out there that it's a terrible thing to sign with a, a record label, but I don't necessarily think as long as you come with fifty fifty of what you can bring, what you can offer the label, and the label is going to come with their fifty, and then you both bring it together, and you can. <clears throat> I feel like with that you can get a good contract from that. But if you yeah. don't have right what it takes, I agree with that. Or the support system, mm-hmm. then you need everything that the label has. So exactly, but but nine, not maybe like eighty five percent of the time, it's mm-hmm. not. That fifty-fifty deal, it's them controlling you, or it's them, you know, it, it's not you having a hundred percent artist control. Some artists are okay with not having a hundred percent control. I'm not. Have you ever experienced that? Like at any point in uh, your career? Experience what? Like not having or like not being at a, I guess content point with okay, yo, I don't want to do this right now. Or I don't think I should have did this at this point. Nah. You you everything that you've done has been through stairs. Oh, uh, what do you mean? Like, like your whole because you're. Are manager. you talking about like control, like having control of your body of work, having control? Of yeah, yeah. What you put out. Yeah, a, because yeah. when you sign to most labels, you don't have that full one hundred percent control. So who does? When it comes to being seeking record labels, you said you're not seeking record labels. No, but let's being uh, hypothetically speaking. Right. When it comes to that. Who does that for you? You, you lean on stairs to Sterling. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm and I am also there, because I'm like, my whole goal is to create my own record label and sign artists from New Jersey and create mm-hmm. a whole empire. Because like I said, Jersey isn't really big in the hip hop music scene. So you want to become that? I'm going to do it. Amen. I'm gonna be the one. So so, hundred percent. I guarantee it. I'm gonna be the one to put. You know, yo. As soon as I get on. I'm gonna be looking for multiple artists to put on. Be looking for talent here, and I'm gonna be sharing the love. Um, I want to build studios here, all that. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be the one to do it. We change talk, it. We've talked about this a lot. Not me and you, but right. me and other people. We right. all talked about this a lot. Atlanta, they found a, a system yeah. to push. They, if you think about it, they ran the whole uh, uh, decade. Right. In my opinion. Right. Absolutely. The sound of Atlanta, they ran the whole decade. Right. New York coming New too. New York now. is coming. New York coming. And so and my Florida was is, there too. Florida, Florida came up there, also. Yeah. yeah. Uh why hasn't like other other uh states like why hasn't Jersey found that sound? Why haven't like well, what's stopping you guys from, from I could I could New York is right there. That's your brother. Now look, know? now look, I could elaborate and, and, and give the dirty truths, but like 
what, what like Dame Dash said, when you tell the truth, you got to be ready to fight. And at this level right now, I'm not comfortable to be to to tell the truth because I, cause I know a lot of people not ready for it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they don't understand it yet. But, um, it you know, maybe next year or two years from now, when I come back to y'all, because I will come back to y'all when I'm on, you know, chains on my neck, 100,000 yeah, miles, Ferrari, fight, all that. I'm going to come back and and, I, and, I, and I'll tell y'all the truth about why <laughs> Jersey was not as good as New York and all that. But I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'll give y'all a little now. Um, I would say it's definitely the type of music that's coming out of here. The type of music just isn't it. You don't think people are adapting to what is now the sound? Or you just don't think people it's just, are it's just, coming together? Uh, un- that too. Unifying? Yes. People, uh, people aren't coming together. Uh, there's a lot of different type of music that's coming out of here. But if you, yo, if you look at Atlanta, if you notice, everyone has their own style, but they're doing the same type of music on the same type of trap fact. beats. Yes. Right. <clears throat> now, everyone in Jersey is all doing different styles, different type of beats. There's guys doing, you got guys, their music sound like, like they're still in the 90s, mm. doing lyrical things. Then you got guys that sound like they trying to be Meek Mill. Then you got guys that really hood. You got guys that's, that's doing, it's, it's a melting pot. It's a lot of different music. It's not, it's not, it's not the same, but different. Like I said with Atlanta, and I mean, some people, when, some people can make an argument that that's a good thing. Yeah. It's good to have a melting pot of different genres. It is, especially yeah. something that's not around now. You know, like you said, like some people try to sound like '90s. Yeah, Jersey just a, uh, it got a lack of OGs too to to put people on. Um, the OGs don't do what they're supposed to do. Mm. You know. And that's the truth. I'm going to just say right there. OGs aren't. And then the people that they putting on, not really going anywhere. It's like they homies or something like that. But, you know, they don't owe nobody nothing, though. So, you know, they could do them. All right, let's talk about your 2020. I want to know about your 2020. Word, man. I know you got this new project coming out. I don't know uh, how much you can say, but uh, let's talk about, do you have a title for it yet? Are you finished with it? I know you're always working, but yeah, like, how how complete are you are you with the project? No, nah, it's done. So you're just waiting on that fin- drop. Yeah, I finish I finish my music pretty fast. I do songs in like anywhere from thirty minutes to a, each song from thirty minutes to an hour. Was there ever a project that you quick. put out and you was just like, oh wait, I should have I could have perfected it, or I could have uh, like made this better? No, you just a hundred percent like. Yeah, nah. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad, you know, to look at something and be like, yo, like like damn, I could have. Worked on this better, but I mean, like you said, if you were in the studio every day, yeah. how, you said for what? How long? Two, three years? Um, two, three years so far. Yeah. yeah so I mean, you gotta have that critique in your head to be like, all right, yo, I know that this is it. So yeah, no, nah, that's how that. I feel. Yeah. When can we get I, some? I can we get some? It. Can we get some leaks? What's the? Yeah. What's the title? What's good? What's yeah, up? Yeah, definitely. Um, the name of it is for my fans. It's just. It's an album or just a single it's an album. It's okay, mixtape slash album. Got you. you know they're kind of the same thing now. Twenty twenty. <laughs> Man, I'm sick. That's another conversation. I'm gonna have that one with Terrell. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Stairs. That's another yeah. conversation that I want to have because me and him we be bumping heads on things. Mm. I'm sick of people with this mixtape and album and EP. Yeah. Like we gotta just. It's twenty twenty. Like if you're putting the music out as a body of work, it's. We call it an album, man. Call like, an album. Like, yeah, what's the yeah. difference that's, that's what I'm EP doing. I'm, I'm calling it an album. I've been, I, I've been calling it, the, I've been calling it an album. Like when I'm on the phone with my producer and stuff, I'm like, "Yo, the album gonna be crazy." Album. I've been saying album, so I guess you're right. Album. Yeah, I've been calling it an album. Yeah, because it's a. I feel like when it's an album, you take the body of work more serious, in right. a way. Not like, not like you don't take your mixtape body of work serious, but 
your album just more serious. Word. You put more into it. I guess we want to say that. Yeah. So at the top of the year, you released your music video for Jacques. But tell tell everybody about that song and yeah. the, about that music video. The music yeah. video was fire, by the way. Yeah. Hold on, before you get into that question, are we are we premiering uh, Jock on air or uh, can we premiere Jock on air? Yeah, they got a clean version for it, right? Yeah, my okay. my okay, yeah, okay. Sterling sent y'all a clean version of some song. I don't remember which one. All right, yeah, we'll we we'll intro that. it then at the end of the. I got you. At yeah. the end of the. Um, All right, but yeah, yeah, talk to me about the, uh, that song. So yeah, so preface it for everybody because we're gonna play it after this. Jock, um, yeah, it's a song. That I feel like personally I was supposed to like blow off of, but um, YouTube and Instagram didn't let me promote it because they said it had curses in it. So they've been wilding on the guidelines and stuff lately. Exactly. Ever since Facebook put like their logo on Instagram, when you open it up, I they saw been, that. yeah. Ever since that happened, that change right there, they've been acting all weird. Like Instagram been really strict. So I peeped that. Yeah. Because in the past, they let me promote things that I cursed on. But now they don't let me promote it. So that kind of set us back. So we like, we like, oh, we can't promote Jock no more. So it's like, damn, what do we do now, you know? Exactly. Well, so, where do we put it now, I So say. I was like, yo, now I'm going to drop a tape. And we're going to go crazy off the tape. I'm going to give him all the new stuff. I'm going to give him all hits. I'm going to give him my best body of work. I'm trying to take off. Yo, I'm just trying to take off now. That's that's my number one goal in this music because I've been working for a while. I'm trying to take off when I want to go. All right, intro, intro this first song, man. Let me see what you got. Intro this first song and let the people well, know Hold on, before you do that, tell people where they can find you and anything uh, anything tarot. Um, just look up LMR Tarot. L-M-R. Because some people, I hear, I hear some people say Lamar. It's just Lamar L- Tarot. Yeah, it's what just... What is that? What is LMR? Um, LMR is... <laughs> Lamar Tarot sound like... That's the yeah, group. That's the group, right? Yeah, Lamar yeah. Tarot sound like some dude that's going to be stuck yeah, like somebody a said Lamar. dark skin in a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> yeah, but you could just go on uh, any platform you listen to your music on and look up LMR Tarot. T-A-R-R-O. LMR Tarot. Any platform. All right, what song are we getting into? We getting into... We getting into Jock. Jock, intro this yeah, song, man. man. Get everybody ready, that. bro. <laughs> intro this song, man. Intro. What, what, you want me to give you like a little description? Yeah. yeah. Talk about your song, man. <sighs> yeah, I made this song. Um, how? Let me get in how fast I made it. I I made this song in about like like 30, 40 minutes, first of all. Um, the beat, the beat. Once I heard the beat, I knew it was it. Like, I, I, like I knew exactly what I was, I knew exactly what I had to do from the beat. Like, every time, the beat is what tells me what I have to do on the song. And that's it. So, I just went off top, and what you, here's what you hear. The song don't really got too much meaning. It's just a vibe. Like, it's a fun song. Yes, sir. You heard it here. Yeah. Here is, uh, Vaughn, you want to intro it? Yeah, man. Well, first of all, we want to say thank you for coming to the show, man. For yeah. being our first guest, by the way. Definitely going to have you back on, especially when you get up there out of the chains dripping from your neck. You're going to have, like, mm-hmm. uh, del- three times your crew coming up in here, your security, yeah. man. So we appreciate you for yeah. coming on, man. Give it up once again, everybody, for Taro. Thank you for coming through. And right now, debuting on Brave New Radio, we got Jock. Uh, Rise and Shine this morning. Commute. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, everybody. We are your morning commute crew, Von R and Z. What's happening? Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Black History Month, too. Shout out. I want to start doing, like, a Black History Month shout out to somebody every week. Shout out to Michelle Obama. Wait, wait. Because, I'm right? glad that you're saying this, but are you qualified to give Black History, uh, <laughs> History Month shout outs? If you're just tuning in, Art has been questioning my my loyalty to the Stop Black culture. Stop lying to these people, Von. You are not black. Right. It's okay to be 
Uh, what are you? Yeah, so what is he? I was going to ask you, like, if he's not black. <laughs> I don't know, but he's not black. Uh, but, yeah, that was a great interview with Terrell. Well, uh, it was good out, sitting man. down with him, learning about him. Uh, it was great. It was great. Z, we wish we, we missed yeah. you. Yeah. The song was a bop, there. though. He nah, like the really song cool was dude. nice. The song was nice. Uh, Jot by him. You can stream that on uh, all, streaming all, platforms. The, all streaming platforms. That's great. right. That's right. Uh, Z, we got weekly briefs? We do. Okay, so. We do. Uh, actor David Schwimmer, for those of you who don't know, he played Ross in Friends, Monica's hey. uh, brother. And um, he was also, he also played Rob Kardashian in um, the O.J. Simpson story. If y'all watched that on Netflix, if you didn't, it's fire, but yeah. Mm. So David Schwimmer, um, he uh, suggested that maybe there should be a Friends reboot and it should be, it should feature in either an all-Asian or an all-black cast. Now, the irony of this is that people believe that Friends was actually no. People don't believe it's true. Okay, we could. Okay, well, true. Friends is actually um, kind of like um, it's based off of a black a, show. Based already. off of Living Single. For those you've seen that with Queen Latifah, um, it's they're basically essentially like the same storyline. I mean, so what I heard was they're in New York. They're yeah. young. What I heard was uh, the same. I think company. Or something like that. I'm sorry if I don't have this 100%. I, this isn't my segment. <laughs> um, uh, pitched. What? Pitched, I don't know. I don't remember which one they pitched first. I'm sorry. But so Friends came out. And then not too long after Living Color came out. I believe that's correct. Living Single. Living Single. Sorry. Living Single came out, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yes. Do you know if that's correct? Okay. Um do you think that they should come back with the where did the what did he say Asian or Chinese? He said Asian or all black or black. Yeah. Why? Where did that come from though? I don't know, and I don't even know if he like really feels this. So I don't want to invalidate like what he said, but like I don't know. I just feel like hmm. Does that really what you think, David? Do you think that there should be a re- and would we just call it friends and like Asia? Like what are we gonna call that? Is, is it what we're going to continue, or is this just a different version of the show? I'm not sure what version. he was saying. Like, uh, it'll, it'll probably be a different version. I mean, I'm down for it. I'm down for it. We need uh, Friends was a very popular We could thing. call it Homies. Homies? <laughs> <laughs> and have a Spanish person call it Amigas. It's not a... He Amigos. didn't say Spanish, though. I don't like he did it. Am I a homie and an amigo? You were all that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you were all of that, Bob. You are definitely not a homie, but... Uh, but yeah, I'm down for that. That sounds like a great idea, actually. I was down for it when I saw Jay Z did a little skit about it on YouTube. I was like, "Yo, well, no, Jay Z started that. fire." You said what? I didn't see that. Yeah, what did what music video skit. was that? That was um, that was uh, I don't I don't remember the music video, but uh, it was uh, when I saw that it was I was like, "All right, we definitely need to bring friends back." Moonlight, but, Moonlight, but in this version of people that look like me or a great representation of me i thought it was great so i i, I would love to see that that'd be yes. a good idea where man um speaking of representation um terry cruz actually publicly apologized to gabrielle union uh, at- let's talk about this yeah so a little background um gabrielle union had uh spoke out about some uh racism that she was uh racism and sexism that she was uh facing on set of America's Got Talent. Um she talked about her experience as a host and said that it wasn't really um a good environment. She felt like um you know, it was a little uh racial racially um racial uh, racism yes. and sexism. Right, yes, both. So, um Terry Crews who also hosted AGT spoke out. Uh, he was asked about her allegations and he basically said that 
that wasn't his experience there and that's you know he doesn't feel the same and other people a lot of people were upset with him because they felt like he should have had Gabby's back and maybe just not said anything at all either either one or the other not kind of just discredit her so um I guess he heard all the backlash and he took to Twitter and said uh I'm interested in hearing what he said. Yes. What did he say? He said, I told Kevin Hart, he added Kevin Hart, a while ago he needed to acknowledge the pain of other people. Right now I have to do the same thing. I want to apologize for the comments I made. I realized there are a lot of black women hurt and let down by what I said, also by what I didn't say. He added Gabrielle Union and said, I want you to know it was never my intention to invalidate your experience, but that is what I did. I apologize. You have been through a lot in this business, and with that, I empathize with the struggle toward fairness and equality in the workplace. You are a role model to the entire black community, and my desire to be a professionally neutral as your coworker, I should have at the very least understood you, just needed my support. Sincerely, Terry Crews. What do you think made him take it back? Not take it back, but, like, side with her now. Because we're all talking. And honestly, his wife was probably like, Terry. You know, I ain't say that to Yo, you. We talked about this off air, me and Vaughn, but I'm going to keep it a beam. Like, I really don't think he needed to apologize. Like, I really thought, I mean, I, I respect it. Like, I mean, I think it's a very, it show your growth uh, as a man and show just how, you know, how you're, you're able to put someone else above your feelings of how you're feeling. Uh, someone else's feelings above yours. Uh, I respect it, but I don't think he needed to apologize because I, I really, what Terry Crews said didn't strike as anything uh, not validating how uh, Gabrielle Union was feeling. Like, he was just saying how he felt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was telling uh, the people, yo, I don't think I haven't experienced this or this. That's him. I think the problem was that he could have said that, yes, but then maybe also say, but... But he didn't Gabby need to... Feels that way. But he, he didn't need to defend... He didn't need to... He didn't have to defend her. I think that's why we're mad. We're only... Social media is only mad because it's a black man and a black woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, black man... You're supposed to go to bat. You're supposed to go it's defend. It's Black History Month. <laughs> You're supposed to defend the black woman. You know what I'm saying? So it's like social media is attacking him because, like, yo, why are you this black woman, especially when this black woman came to your defense like a long time ago, mm -hmm. why are you not defending her? Which I respect. I respect that. I see both sides. But I'm just saying, but as I you also, said, yeah. I like, also see Terry Crews' side. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't ask for Gabrielle Union's to come defend him when he was going through what he was going through. And he showed his gratitude but, for it, but, you know. Yeah, you can show your gratitude, but that doesn't mean that when you go through something, I have to come to bat for you just because you came to bat for me. That's not how life works. Yes, I appreciate you coming and supporting me, but I don't have to support you. I can appreciate it, but it just I don't sounds have so to cold. You. Like I see what you're saying, but it's it like it does. But ugh. it's like at the same time, we're grown ups. Like we should understand this is real world. Like I'm also, I have a career to. Like, I have a family to feed. I have li I have a life, you know what I'm saying? Like, thank you for coming to bat for me, but... I and mean AGT is on um, NBC, and so was the Today Show, where he made the statement. So he knows, like, everybody at AGT was watching. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't think he needed to apologize, but I respect it. I still respect the, I, the fact that he apologized because it showed that, you know, he's putting her feelings above... Like, yes. it's bigger. It's bigger than him, I yes. guess. I'm glad so he said that. It. He wants to acknowledge the pain of others. So just, just acknowledge. That's all we ever want is just some acknowledgement. Be acknowledged. <laughs> That's all we ever want. <laughs> like, we just want you to know you you hurt our feelings. Like, just say it. That's all we ever want. Yeah, man. Um, okay, so, and speaking of hurt feelings, because Tommy Lee and um, 
Rob Kardashian. Now, they were rumored to be dating, and Wendy Williams, huh. as she does, went on her show and went in about the the um, situation. So, Tommy Lee, um, she's from, well, Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess she has a, a very extensive criminal background, and... Um, a lot. She she was rumored to have been with Black China in the past. Now, Black China, if you didn't know, is Rob Kardashian, the the mother of Rob Kardashian's daughter, Dream. Um, That's sick. <laughs> yeah. So it's That's a lot. Sick. It's always this family. I swear, like everything's always but connected like, in some weird way. Why Why do we feel like everything Wendy Williams say is law? Like, why do we believe that? Like, like, you the, see like her she ain't fart. <laughs> like she like I'm just saying, like, why do we say everything exactly, Vaughn? Why do we think? Why do we take everything Wendy say and just take it as law? Like, how do we know that this? I'm not really a fan of Wendy. Yeah. I'm not a big I mean, fan of Wendy. I'm a fan of Wendy, but I'm just saying, why do we take everything she say as law? Because like, she be so serious. Like she. Because everybody sees her as like a vet in the industry yes. of talk and media. So, so like, like, if Ellen said it, food. you know. Then it must, but I mean, but that's the thing. Wendy's thing is known for like starting controversy and stuff like that. Um, so I don't. I, that's why, like I said, I'm not a. I don't have nothing against Wendy. I'm just not a. Wendy's not in like my top five of people like. Talk She's definitely in mind. Actually, uh, I just since we're on this topic, uh, salute to Rob Kardashian for being able to pull women. Uh, and still, <laughs> and, and still having that amount of weight, <laughs> like the guy can pull all these women, but can't pull, do a simple pull. <laughs> like, I never understand that. I always, I, I'm not the only one that's thinking that. I'm sitting at home like, all right, all you these women the that you can that's pull, that. but you can't do a pull up. You're the like, only one that's thinking that. <laughs> no, but salute to Rob though. He's definitely a living example of confidence. Like that guy is how many pounds, but still able. <laughs> To, like that's confidence right there. If that don't teach you anything, it's like if you believe in yourself, you can do anything. You know what I'm saying? Tommy Lee is very attractive, and like, I mean, let's not discredit Rob because Rob was out here. <laughs> Wendy actually said that she feels like Rob could do better. Da, not uh. Better where? I mean, I think Rob could do better if Rob was really out here looking like he's his last name is Kardashian for goodness sake. Like that doesn't hold a lot of precedent now. I now, think that it, is it does. It does. I Salute to Kim. Kim in in been, some aspects, I don't, I don't think it kicking does. Kicking some work. So like, the, like the, remember the Kylie Jenner lip challenge a couple years ago? That was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. There's a lot of women trying to get to the bag, okay? And I think he could find. It's true. Kylie Jenner. You think about that now, right? Now you nat. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? That whole thing was stupid. Anyway. Anyway. Thank you. That's oh, go ahead, my friend. Yeah, no. Wendy was just, you know, going in about the situation and um basically Tommy Lee is very upset as we knew she would as be she because be. anyone gets upset when Wendy they look online and Wendy Wendy Williams is talking about them. So, you know, she even pulled up all her mugshots, which was a lot. I didn't know the girl got arrested that many times. I didn't know much about her, but that was Forget crazy. the mugshot. I saw a picture of her and Rob. I don't think she wanted to be seen publicly with Rob. <laughs> That's why she's mad, Loki. <laughs> she's like, this is supposed to be low. <laughs> and the picture of that was with Wendy not- be exposing people. That's all Wendy does. Yeah, Wendy to, just exposed Wendy, somebody Wendy's like, definitely like last queen. week. She's definitely a part of my radio influence, uh, so salute to Wendy. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you for those briefs, Z. Now, coming up, we got morning dispute. Now, in essence of this whole Rob and uh, Tommy Lee thing, we are asking right now. Not right now. Well, you can, yeah, right now. Call or text us, 973-720-2738, or tweet us at CommuteBNR. We want to know, how would you feel 
if you're... Oh, no, sorry. Would you continue dating someone your family doesn't approve of? Or how would you feel if your family didn't approve of somebody that you're dating? We're going to talk about it after the break. Do not go anywhere. Rise and shine. We are your morning commute crew. <laughs> Rise and shine, everybody. We are your morning commute crew. Von RZ, what's happening? Happy Black History Month. Yes. Uh, shout out Michelle Obama. I'm going to just shout out, like, just a different black uh, influential person in the culture every single week for the whole month. Again, um, uh... Can you do that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, I, yeah, yeah, you can talk about. He black can people. still, yeah. I mean, yeah. Why, just, do, why does the fact that I'm not, whether you believe I'm black or not, <laughs> say like, why does that uh, verify whether I can shout out somebody black? Well, because I don't want you to use black people's name to get some clout. Like Michelle Obama is a very powerful name to be saying if you're not black. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like saying, that's like going into a, a room full of black people. But then that saying, means you have no oh, right. Hey, on the phone yelling like you have black friends. Oh, what's well, up? Well, then bro? that makes it, that's no different than the fact that you're not from Jersey yet you walk in every room and say you're. Um, Ooh, actually, I like that's that. a saying. You're that's talking a Jersey about saying. You're talking about a whole race. They do that's not say that in Wisconsin. You are trying to take a whole race. I'm just taking a sling. You're taking a whole race. No, man. No. <laughs> Wow, Vance. No. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> that's how that's how that's how you sound. <laughs> anyway, yo, welcome back to Morning Commute. Right now it's time for uh what is this? Morning dispute. Um so we were talking, Z was talking to us, refresh everybody about the the Rob situation going on. Yes, yeah, so um Rob Kardashian is rumored to be dating a uh, love and hip hop star Tommy Lee, and um she has a uh, criminal background it's kind of um extensive and people are kind of like saying rob can do a little better she's uh not rob, really a catch rob can do a little better i saw the picture of those two together yo i feel like the only reason why she's mad is because they leaked that picture whoever leaked that picture set her up yo. but people be knowing rob's potential because if he slimmed down he's a looker yeah she didn't want to see him right now at this at this size <laughs> <laughs> a picture, picture can say a thousand words rob was definitely weighing a thousand words <laughs> anyway, so we're talking, uh, we're, our morning dispute for this morning. You can call, text uh, 973-720-2738 or tweet at CommuteBNR. We're wondering, would you continue to date somebody that your family or parents do not approve of? Who wants to take this first? I want Art to take it first. You want me to take it? Yes. Uh, honestly, I'm going to keep it real. If my mom don't like you, <laughs> you got to go. Because <laughs> my mom is like, we all, we... We, we grow up thinking our parents are like, they can't do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? And that's actually a fact. If you really break it down, like, all they do is tell you, like, how to live life to avoid certain circumstances. So if your mom, my mom, for example, came up to me and told me that this person she don't think is good for me, there's got to be a reason why. Like, I feel like parents can see some of those things. Like, they have... They have a transpa- transpa- what's transparency mm-hmm. vision. Like, they can see through a person and realize that this person, soul, this person, uh, morals is just not good for, to match right. yours. So if my mom comes up to me and tell me, yo, this girl is not good for you, <laughs> um, I'm going to take her to dinner, make her pay, and leave. <laughs> <laughs> what? How did we get here? <laughs> All that? That's crazy. Now, okay, I see what you're saying. I do think that your parents can see, and your family in general can see things that you can't, and you can be blinded by... Because you're blinded. Right, by all the lust at the moment. But um, 
I think that it, it's based off the situation, right? So there's certain people who maybe wouldn't approve of you dating outside your race. And let's say your parents just don't like your significant other because they're not of your race. That I can't respect. That is like, you know, that, that's not well, really D. a valid reason. Like, you, you're telling me this person's not right for me because we're not the same. Like, I met people like that. that yeah, it's me too. And that's why I'm bringing it up. Like, in, in that case, I, I I disagree with that. I don't think that um it really matters. I would date whoever I wanted. I don't care if my family doesn't like them because of the color of their skin. That's a fact. I'm dating whoever I want except February. <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm dating whoever I want except February because it's Black History Month. Yo, no, except, like, except in February? Except in February. So in February, you only dating black women? Yes. Mm. <laughs> After that, then, I don't know. <laughs> Guess it's an even we'll see what, we, we'll see what happens. <laughs> anyway. No, what is, you, is your boyfriend black, too? <laughs> yes, my boyfriend is black. Okay. Is he mixed with anything or just black? He's Haitian, but he's there. He's, he was born in Haiti. Gotcha. He's a good guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guy. We love that guy. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. Zika put Arthur on blast right now. Um, I really could. Well, I'm, I'm going to be quiet, though. What did I do? I love your boyfriend. <laughs> Vine? What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> What's his name is not important. What's important <laughs> is, Vine, what would you do? What would your mom say if you bring home a girl that's not representing what you should be representing, that doesn't have the same moral values as you? What uh, would you do, Vaughn? Oh, man. All right. Well, let's talk about it. So, um... The, my mom is never... I feel like... Well, well, first of all, I feel like it all depends on the mom. You know, you have some moms that are superstitious about that type of thing. Some moms that really just don't care. Uh, I feel like my mom is a little bit of both. But more so, I guess because uh, I'm in college now, she's concerned. Not that it matters because I've been, I've been in a long-term relationship now. But anyway, um, so there was a, a relationship I had. And my mom, my daddy, and my stepmom were just like, uh... But whatever, because I was, like, I was young. I think I was, like, a sophomore in high school. So, like, they was just like, oh, like, it's whatever, you know, like, not puppy love, but, like, you know, like, there's mm-hmm. nothing serious. Um, but that had nothing to do with, like, race. My parents are not the people, like, the people to go, like, with, about race or whatever. They're just because, like, yo, I know that you're smarter than this person, or I know that you're better than this person. And uh, in the end, that we we see how that ended up. I was better than, I am better than that person, man. Shout out to you. So your parents were right. So basically... About- so about right. one person. But they let so him about do it one anyway. Person. They about, didn't yeah, to let me relation. learn from it. To let me learn from it. Right. Um, then another girl that I was with, um, there was nothing wrong with her at all. Like, my mom was, like, cautious at first about it. But I, in the end, my mom ended up loving her. So that was, there was nothing there. And then the girl I'm with now, I'm with her for May makes two years. Um, nothing about her either. But, you know, I've told Art the story about, like, how her and I got together. My mom wasn't happy about that because of the, the circumstances of how we got together. Wait, what story did you tell me? Uh, about you, you not being black? <laughs> no. Um, I don't want... Do we tell the story on air? You wanna, it, can you tell the story? Yeah. yeah, can, yeah. Wanna, I don't know the story. You know, you know, you know <laughs> what I'm talking about? It's just, black no, no, not that story. The story that I always tell on a podcast, and then you be like, oh, so you was cheating. Oh, no, don't tell that story. Yeah, I wasn't cheating, though. I wasn't cheating. Yeah. But a lot of stuff, I wasn't. I don't know. And black men don't cheat, so yeah, that's how that's I That's why I don't know. That's how I know it wasn't cheating. I don't know. That's how I know it wasn't cheating. I don't know. I'm not black. I, I mean, I I'm not. No, 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 no. No. Yeah. I know I'm black because yeah. I was not cheating. No. Yeah, I was not cheating. No. Yes. I was not. No. Anyway, shout out to my girl. I told you. Once you, I'm telling you, Vaughn, there's certain things that we got to come clean in 2020. And, and not being black is one of them. Right, when, do you, when are you going to come? What do you have to come clean about in 2020? Uh, I think what I had to come clean about in 2020 is the fact that uh, I'm actually, like, amazing than I think. 
Um, that's about it. Are you done lying? Or? What? <laughs> it's, yo, it's February, man. Don't 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 bash the black man. So in October, are you gonna give me my credit for Hispanic Heritage Month? Yes, I'll give you your credit, just not the black one. <laughs> anyway, um, Z, what you gotta come clean about? What do I have to come clean about? Nothing. So we <laughs> so we all agree that our parents do know what's best for us. I wouldn't they, say they know and, what's best for us. Because there are times, like I said, there were times where my parents were wrong or just, I guess, pre... Are you still with the, are you still with that person? Not with the one that I said would did me wrong. Not the, not the, not with the one that I said did, like, they were right about. So they were right? About that person. About the, the other two people after that person, no. Well, at the end of the day, I'm, yeah, not, the bringing, the I'm not bringing somebody to my house... Uh, unless my mom is fond of that person. And yeah, I feel like we're old enough to be no. able to like to know better than. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. old yeah. enough to know better, but I'm saying like my 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 mom perspective means the world to me because I feel like she can see things. But what if your mom just has the wrong the wrong idea? Yeah, but just I feel that, and that's and that's a good point to bring up. But I feel like just because uh, our parents have lived such a long life, they have experiences that we've. Mm-hmm. We haven't even touched yet, right. so how they know things that we haven't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you might feel like you're in love with this person, or you really like them, but they've also been in that same space, that same time. They've also been that same age, and they know exactly what yeah. you're going through. So, I'd rather take advice from people that are experienced than advice from people that are not. So, if my mom came up to me and told me there's a reason, I'm talking about a logical reason why this person is not right for me and she can break down the logistics of why, I'm going to listen to her because she's been through it. She knows the experience. And obviously, if you want to take that risk, then it's up to you to take that risk and learn from what happens from it. But at the end of the day, I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm not a risk taker. Mother knows best. That woman, that woman, her mom gonna have second thoughts about you whenever her she come home and be like, yeah, he made me pay for the date. So yeah, she's not. Gotta, yeah, don't gotta worry about that. Right. Um, so is, is that is we're putting a cap on this on this yes, morning dispute? The lesson to be learned from that is uh, my co-hosts are right. You know, our parents may tell us a lot of stuff, but at the end of the day, it's always our decision to go and learn from what we uh want to learn from like we shouldn't let anyone don't let anyone uh put a, a boundary on what you should do uh or who you should see it's all up to you but uh if you are me you you, you can let that boundary be put on because <laughs> my mom get the final say <laughs> i'm a mama's boy <laughs> proudly say it yeah. proud yeah say it loud say it proud man um what we got next? Uh, morning motivation. Yes, we got morning motivation, morning motivation coming here, up. So that way, you know, just for people that weren't tuning in last week. So uh, for those of you who uh, were not tuning in last week, we have morning motivation uh, every Monday morning. Basically, it's a mo- uh, motivation for you to start your week off the right way. You know what I'm saying? We all need a little boost. Uh, we all need a little words of encouragement. So uh, we got morning motivation coming up. Word. And then we are heading up out of here. Um, Don't forget, go to Instagram and at Brave New Radio and Instagram uh, Z's Critique. Uh, Z is giving opinions, uh, critiques about... Not this week, next week. Uh, Z is giving critiques about life, about love, anything that you want her advice on. Just go to Instagram and DM us. DM and, us. Or tweet us at Commute or BNR. Tweet us. 
uh, and she'll be happy to tell you what's up. Yeah, yes, real sir. qualified. Anyway, um, yeah, Morning Motivation is coming up next. Rise and shine, we are your Morning Commute crew. Rise and shine, everyone, we are your Morning Commute crew. Von and Z, what's happening? Happy Black History Month. It's the first Sunday, first Monday, excuse me, of Black History Month. Um, that is a wrap on our second show. How do we all feel about our second show this morning? I feel good. I felt great. Uh, we learned a lot of things today. We learned a lot about uh, J-Lo. We learned a lot about um, Rob Kardashian and uh, Tommy Lee. We learned that Tommy Lee is very, very, very disturbed by what you guys are saying on uh, the Internet and posting these pictures about her and Rob. She doesn't want to be seen with that man. Uh, let the you woman... don't know that's what it is. <laughs> that's not what it is? There's no other reason she should be mad. Wendy was dragging her. That's all right. It's all right. It's fine. <laughs> the internet was dragging her when they saw that picture of Rob. <laughs> Anyways, we also learned that Vont Leak is not uh, black, which was great. We I did love, not learn that. I love that. I love that sometimes our brother could come and confess. Uh, it's always a great feeling. So We did not uh, learn that, y'all. I'm sorry. I just call you brother. My bad. Take that back. I love that our man could come and confess. I'm your man. <laughs> <laughs> he was better with brother. He was. Uh, anyway, we got more motivation art. Wait, before that, can I please say that? Oh, yeah, that? let's talk about our amazing yeah. president. Y'all president. president. Yeah, not our president. Vaughn's president. The amazing president. No. <laughs> um, He tweeted, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on a great game and a fantastic comeback under immense pressure. We are proud of you and the great state of Missouri. Yo, Trump is a G, man. <laughs> Trump is. <laughs> he did go on to correct himself after I'm sure some people said, "Bro, I like told Trump knew exactly what he was doing when he tweeted that." Yo, I told y'all, Americans don't care, and Trump is a great example of Americans. Even his care. profile picture makes me angry. <laughs> he looks so crazy. Trump yo. knew exactly what he was doing when he tweeted that. Oh yeah. I hope he didn't. Anyway, um, like we said, make sure y'all call or text. 973-720-2738 every single Monday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Tune in to the nation's number one college radio station's newest morning show, Morning Commute, every single Monday. We hope y'all have enjoyed listening and tuning in. Uh, you can also listen on uh, you can listen on WP88.7 FM, GoBrave.org, or the TuneIn app. And if, n- if none of that is enough for you, uh, you can listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify later on or any, at any point during the week. And tweet us at CommuteBNR. We're always up to something. Uh, Art, we got more motivation. Yes, today's morning motivation actually is a quote that I read online yesterday. Uh, I think it was Saturday, but it was a quote I read on Saturday. So today's morning motivation, if there is no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. Now, uh, when I thought about this quote, uh, it was a great example, and I thought I'd share with you guys, so bear with me. Uh, Enemies exploit our weaknesses. They know what buttons to push. They know how to effectively impact us using our fears and insecurities against us. This is why they are enemies. But uh, when I thought about it, that term enemy is very misleading because our enemies are not the ones who exploit our weaknesses. The insecurities we feel are actually our true enemies. See, enemies use our fears as a weapon against us. So how do we remove our enemy? Well, 
That's a, that's an interesting question, Vaughn. I'm glad you asked. Uh, well, we have to work and understand ourselves. Once we understand and discover what makes us afraid and what makes us insecure, then we can learn the why we are insecure. And from there, we can confront our insecurities. And once we confront our insecurities, we start to make changes to the things in our lives that makes us feel weak and unworthy. We then learn uh, that fear and insecurity are just a state of mind and we, that we haven't embraced and learned to control. And once we learn to control them, we become stronger and more confident. So any weapon that the enemy form against you will not prosper because you learn to confront yourself. <laughs> Be blessed. Peace, love, and prosperity. Happy Monday.